Star Wars 7x7 episode 1803. All right, yesterday we talked about the official gameplay footage reveal of Jedi Fallen Order and all the things that we learned about it, but what about the secret footage that they showed? Yeah, there was, and I've got the scoop for you. Let's go. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And yeah, you remember how we talked about the Mandalorian back at Celebration Chicago and about the fact that yeah, they showed some stuff to the general public but then they cut off the live stream and only if you were in the room did you get to see the footage, the extra footage that they wanted to show off. Well, it seems like they did something similar for Jedi Fallen Order, except it might only have been for the media. It might not necessarily have been for just general convention goers at E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Uh, yeah, so it's a different kind of situation, and various outlets have summarized what that additional footage was that was shown behind closed doors. And so I'm going to summarize it for you. I've gotten a number of different sources that have reported it. Uh, you know, GamesRadar, uh, IGN, uh, VentureBeat, you know, other places too. So um, just kind of summarizing the reports that are out there for you. Basically, the gameplay that they showed behind closed doors happens in the minutes before the gameplay footage that they actually showed to the general public. So you get to see Cal Kestis on Kashyyyk, and he is swimming through some swampy area with his trusty robot BD-1 along with him. One of the descriptions of this says that he's swimming unnaturally fast, and so there is potentially another Jedi power fast swimming as well. You know, Obi-Wan and, and Anakin, uh, not Anakin, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon did not exactly demonstrate fast swimming powers in The Phantom Menace. It sure didn't look like it necessarily, but... Anyway, apparently that is a thing, and apparently Cal can do it. Anyway, there are a bunch of Adats tromping through the swamps, and Cal is able to get in one and commandeer it after killing a bunch of people. And one of the things that gets talked about as part of this, and even as part of just the gameplay in general, is that the force powers that Cal gets to use in the video game are on a sort of cooldown. So it's not as though you, as the player playing Cal, can just do force power, force power, force power all the time. No, there's actually you know a recharge that has to happen for it. But as you proceed in the game, apparently you will be able to sort of extend the amount of the meter of your force powers so you'll be able to use it for longer and presumably also the cooldown time in between being able to use it will be shorter. And so this is supposed to be part of their whole idea of thoughtful combat design. And one of the interesting elements that was reported was that there are people reacting to Cal's appearance in the AT-AT. And you know, one of the reactions is, it's the Jedi! And just that phrasing, like if that is actually the phrase that one of the stormtroopers says, it's the Jedi, well, that does kind of suggest that Cal's presence, or possibly, you know, some other Jedi's presence for all we know, 
has been advertised to some degree on Kashyyyk. So he's already a known quantity and therefore this swimming through the swamp, he may have already been there for a while or maybe there has been some other Jedi activity and they're just mistaking Cal for the Jedi. So that raises some intriguing possibilities. Anyway, once he takes over the AT-AT, he ends up shooting and destroying other AT-ATs and gets to another base where a Lambda-class shuttle, that would be, for example, the shuttle that Emperor Palpatine uses to arrive on the second Death Star in Return of the Jedi. And also Vader uses a similar shuttle as well. Um, one of those gets taken out, but not before it can crash land into the AT-AT's legs that Cal is driving, and he is thrown clear but manages to survive. Before that happens, though, somebody realizes that that AT-AT has been commandeered, and that somebody decides to jet boot his way onto the windshield of the AT-AT, and that's the introduction of Saw Gerrera in the game. And he doesn't know who Cal is or what his intentions are, and so this is, you know, a bit of an introduction. And it does add a little bit more light and color to the gameplay footage where Cal delivers the line of, like, you hear that BD-1? He says he needs me. Yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's not as if there's been a lot of interaction between the two of them to begin with. So, you know, the fact that Saw is expressing that right off, you know, maybe that's just Saw working his, you know... <laughs> his particular brand of personality and charm in, you know, trying to get Cal over onto his side and get Cal under his thumb, so to speak. And speaking of force powers that we haven't yet encountered, like the rapid swimming situation, there is one other force power that I did not talk about yesterday that was demonstrated in the gameplay footage for Jedi Fallen Order, and that is being able to sense a person's last living moments. So there's a moment in the gameplay footage where Cal walks up to the body of a dead stormtrooper and a prompt shows up on the screen. It says, sense echo, and he's able to touch the body of the stormtrooper and have sort of an echo experience in his mind of what happened in that trooper's final moments of life. There's nothing in Wikipedia that I can find, at least, that replicates this kind of force power. I'm sure there's something about it out there somewhere. But it's kind of similar, or at least it has the potential to be similar to psychometry, which is the ability that was probably you know, most famously demonstrated by the Maverick Jedi Quinlan Voss, who appeared in a blink-and-you'll-miss-it cameo in The Phantom Menace, and also showed up in the Clone Wars cartoon series and the novel Dark Disciple. But basically, he was able to touch objects and sense things about the people who had owned them or interacted with them, and in one case was able to uh, see, you know, the final moments of a person's life experienced through a particular object, but not necessarily the owner's life, somebody else's, not to spoil the book. Anyway, so that's probably the nearest thing to it, but this echo, this sensing of an echo, well, that I think is a very interesting and cool force power, and I would like to see something like this show up somewhere else in a movie or a TV show, maybe? I think that would be pretty cool. All right, uh, one other thing that I will share with you about the gameplay stuff from Jedi Fallen Order that's actually rather funny, and it's something that they tried to replicate from Star Wars movies, but apparently it didn't go so well. I'll explain after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. 
If you've got a business that needs to reach a dedicated audience of Star Wars fans, or you know somebody who does, then you might want to reach out to me. <laughs> I've got a show that reaches thousands of people between the audio version, the video version, and our social media channels, and I'd love to find out how I can help you with your business ventures too. Just reach out at sw7x7.com sponsors, that's plural, S-P-O-N-S-O-R-S, that's sw7x7.com sponsors, and let's see how we can work together. Welcome back. All right, so the thing that's apparently very easy to do in Star Wars movies, but rather difficult to do in Star Wars video games, is a wipe transition. Now, Star Wars movies are known for their kind of crazy wipe transitions, whether it's, you know, the, uh, you know, the radial wipe transition where it's like, you know, a needle going up across a dial or, you know, star wipes or checkerboard wipes or, you know, circular wipes, like all these crazy wipes that were basically things that you would find on <laughs> on 80s mixers that you would get from Circuit City or something like that. This is apparently a very hard thing to do in video games because it's two cameras that are having to be rendered at the same time. And so it apparently took Respawn Entertainment months, quote unquote months, and was a big pain in the keister for them <laughs> to be able to figure out how to make it work and do it in a way that would be seamless for the gamer, for the user of this thing to experience. And so I just thought that was rather amusing. And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.